Do you ever become disillusioned with the way the world is going? Do you ever wonder what God is up to? I sure do. This is Saturday, September 9th. It's hard not to become jaded when we look at the world. We know that God promised to make all things new, but it seems like he's taking his time about it. But this has often been the story of God's work in the world. God cursed the serpent in the garden and told him that his comeuppance would surely take place. But then it was thousands of years before Jesus did that at the cross. Then the Lord promised a baby to Sarah and Abraham when Sarah had passed through menopause. It was laughable to her to think that God would give them a child in their old age. But even after making this promise, they had to wait another 25 years. And of course, with Jesus... The word reached Jesus that his friend Lazarus was deathly ill. But Jesus didn't go and visit Lazarus until the funeral was over. He died and his body was in a tomb for three days. Clearly, God's timetable is not the same as our own. So what are we to do with God's promise to make all things new? We do see God working in the world for sure but we don't see the work being completed anytime soon. And that leads us to frustration and even to doubt at times. Now today I want to look at the last little phrase in this part of Jesus' prayer that we've been looking at this week. Jesus prayed, For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. Now in this section of Jesus' prayer, he has lifted up his petitions to the Father for the disciples. And by extension, we've learned he's praying for you and me. He prays for six things. Unity, that they may be one as we are one, John 17, 11. For protection, he prays, Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name. That's also John 17, 11. And for truth, sanctify them by the truth. That's John 17, 17. For their joy, that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. John 17, 13. For their mission, as you sent me into the world, I have sent them. That's John 17, 18. And finally, their holiness. Sanctify them, Jesus prays. John 17, 17. Now reading this prayer... How can we miss the point that it doesn't seem that the Father has answered these prayers? He prays for unity, but believers are as divided as ever. As a pastor, I could see a number of, can see a number of relationships blowing up over the course of the last week. Has the Father answered this prayer? And for protection, I have on the table in front of me as I am writing the magazine for Voice of the Martyrs the ministry that keeps us informed about believers suffering persecution and how we can encourage and pray for them. It is true that in these very places where Christians are being persecuted, the church is growing, the gospel is advancing. But they are difficult stories. I know there are miraculous interventions too, but many remain in danger, and some of them lose their lives every year simply because they're followers of Jesus. And let's remember 
even the disciples as Jesus prays for them, all but one of Jesus' disciples died because they went out and shared the message. How were they protected? And the mission part. How many followers of Jesus today are on mission and really see that they have a divine purpose in what they do? How many of them are truly serving Jesus? And I'm not trying to discourage you or disillusion you. I'm speaking a difficult truth. And speaking of the true truth, Jesus prays about that too. Christians have often been sidetracked from the truth and diverted into controversies, false movements, and political parties. And in the process, they've lost their sight of the truth of Jesus. So how are we to process this prayer and the Father's answer? Listen again to our text for today. Jesus prayed, For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. Yes, every one of Jesus' prayers are answered when Jesus himself goes to the cross. Because of the cross, we're all given a mission in the world. We are given a truth, a truth that we can know and live by. We are given protection from the worst that the world can throw at us. Even death will not be able to hold us. And yes, we are sanctified in what Jesus has done made holy and given a standing with God that we can never lose. And add to that in the cross, Jesus brings together a new community, not based on how well we can get along, but made possible by his blood that covers, that offers forgiveness deep enough to overcome whatever might divide us. You see, Jesus provides it all. But here's the thing. While it is all given, while this prayer has been fully and completely answered, we may not enjoy these gifts of the Father. And here's why. This is not an ideal we must achieve or realize on our own. It is rather a reality created by God in Christ in which we may participate. To put it simply, it's all there for us, but we do not enjoy it. We do not receive and live in what we have been given. You see, there's no cause for me to be disillusioned with God. Instead, there's a call to rest in these gifts purchased at the cross by Jesus. Of course, Jesus did need to be sanctified. He already was. But he gave himself for us at the cross so that we might receive the very benefits he prayed and asked the Father to provide to us. They're already yours. We must simply enjoy them and live in them. Let's pray. Thank you, O oh my Father, for giving us your Son. Help us to realize all that we have been given in him. Enable us to enjoy all the benefits we have in Christ. For in his name we pray. Amen. <laughs>